Good morning. This is Tommy Ray, and we're in episode 84 of Water Rights, Laws, Guns, and Money. Today is October 1st. Where's the year gone? 2023. And we're going to talk subsidence and other problems associated with draining our aquifers. Most of this information, again, came from the wonderful research the New York Times did in mid-September. Although this podcast is focused on Colorado and the Western states, groundwater withdrawals are a major problem nationwide. Overpumping can have risk beyond diminishing the supply of water. It can also contaminate aquifers in ways that make the remaining water unsafe or undrinkable. For example, in coastal areas, overpumping can accelerate saltwater intrusion, the movement of ocean water into the freshwater aquifer, making it first unappetizing, then unhealthy. Saltwater intrusion is happening in the Northeast, the Mid-Atlantic States, Florida, the Gulf Coast, and California. It's pretty widespread, said Dr. Klein of the U.S. Geological Survey. Consider Long Island in New York. Saltwater is encroaching on parts of the aquifers that provide drinking water for the three million people who lived east of Queens and Brooklyn. The Suffolk County Water Authority has had to limit pumping at about 60 of its wells, or 10% of the total, according to Dan Dubois, a spokesman. It's a reminder that America has been slow to learn the lessons of overpumping. In the first half of the 20th centuries, Wells in Brooklyn and Queens began to show signs of saltwater intrusion. By the middle of the century, some of those wells had to be shut down. In Norfolk, Virginia, and other cities around the country, the groundwater is so dangerously depleted that officials are now, at great cost, pumping treated wastewater into the aquifer to try to stop the water levels from falling. The earth can crack. The effects of the nation's dwindling supplies of groundwater are visible in another way. The ground itself breaks apart. In southwest Utah, at the edge of an otherwise fast-growing city named Enoch, are the outlines of a neighborhood that appears to have vanished. Streets and sidewalks meander past lots that were once meant for houses, but now have only bits of trash and waist-high weeds. The burned-out foundation of a never-completed house marks what might have been. Arizona to the south has 169 miles of mapped earth fissures, according to the Arizona Geological Survey, an office at the University of Arizona. In 2007, a fissure 
killed a horse that fell into a crack and couldn't be freed. In the Houston area, overpumping of groundwater along with oil extraction has caused some land to sink by more than 10 feet over the course of decades, according to local officials. In Florida, overpumping sometimes causes sinkholes. But Anik, population 8,000 or so, is a glaring example of subsidence. A developer began laying out a subdivision during the housing boom of the early 2000s, planning 800 homes. The project went bankrupt, a victim of the housing crash. Then, city workers noticed something that prevented other developers from trying again, an unusual crack in the road. The subdivision, it turned out, sat atop an earth fissure. So what caused this fissure in Enoch? Well, Enoch has been pumping groundwater for years to satisfy its growth. Pumping water can cause the earth above an aquifer to slump, collapsing the space left behind by the water that was removed. Once that space is lost, it can no longer hold water. That process called subsidence is happening around the country. That process called subsidence is happening around the country, and more than 80% of it is the result of groundwater use, according to the Geological Survey. The agency says subsidence has affected more than 47,000 square miles of land and waterways across the United States. As the land sinks, home foundations, sewer pipes, and other structures are damaged. But among the most dramatic consequences of subsidence is a fissure. As softer ground slumps, Sometimes an adjacent patch of ground stays put. The resulting movement shears the earth apart. We're sucking water out and it's compressing the ground, said Rob Dotson, Enix city manager. It's hard to predict fissures before they open. But once they happen, They cannot be easily filled in or closed. Instead, they tend to get both wider and longer. Enoch's new neighborhood had to be abandoned, and the fissure has since been detected in another neighborhood nearby where people already live. Yet despite the consequences, Enoch has been unable to stop extracting its groundwater. There are similar decisions to keep pumping that is being repeated nationwide in cities and on farm ground. After all, there are crops to sustain and communities like Enoch 
that keep growing. People are coming and coming and coming, Mr. Dotson said, and those people need water. We need to monitor what is happening in other parts of the world where groundwater has been overpumped. Remember in episode 74, we talked about Indonesia and Jakarta in particular. Hannah Beach, the New York Times senior correspondent for Asia, had said, Jakarta has a lot of problems, but its most existential one is that it is sinking in some places by up to a foot a year. Climate change is part of the reason. The Java Sea, which surrounds Jakarta, Indonesia's capital, is rising. But an even bigger factor is that Jakartans, desperate for access to clean water, have dug thousands of illegal wells that effectively deflate the marshes underneath the city causing the land to subside. Today, 40% of Jakarta lies below sea level, and flooding is increasingly common. To deal with that threat, Indonesia's popular president, Joko Widodo, in his ninth year in office, has devised an audacious solution. He is moving the country's capital. The new capital, now under construction, is being built from the ground up, about 800 miles from the current capital. Joko promises that the city will be a model of environmental stewardship, carbon neutral within a few decades. Wow, that is mind-blowing. I don't think we're having those kinds of water problems, but access to its water and its uses will continue to have major impacts on our futures, particularly in the Western states. We need to get in front of these problems. I think once surface supplies run low, it is easy to turn to groundwater but it seems unintended consequences raise their ugly heads. Our political leaders need to at least be aware of potential subsidence when turning to groundwater. Maybe in most rural areas, the subsidence is widespread and may not even be noticed, but it is probably happening. There are so many things to discuss in our water world. I'm glad you are listening. I'm going to lay this episode to bed. Glad I still have my mountain stream. I haven't noticed any subsidence there. Maybe some of that stream water can replenish a tiny portion of the groundwater we have already pumped. Come join me and we'll talk about where that mountain stream is probably headed. See you next time.